Welcome to About the Winelands. In this show, we will be chatting to leaders, influencers, wine producers, restaurants, and other role players. Tune in every Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday for your latest episodes. You will find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram TV, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. everyone and welcome to About the Winelands. Today I'm talking to Johannes Richter, a journalist at Wineland magazine. Um, welcome to About the Winelands, Johannes. Hi Walt, yes, thank you. How are you? Um, things going with you guys and um, the lockdown situation? Are you busy? Uh, we're doing well. It's a, yeah, it's a bit of an adjustment uh, as, as it is for everyone, but um, we've got our hands full communicating to the industry and um, We've got an important job, and uh, I think we're doing it well. Well, that's that's awesome. So tell us a little bit, our listeners would like to hear a little bit about your, you know, your your history. Have you always been a journalist, and um, how did you become involved in wine journalism? Uh, I haven't always been a journalist. Um, I actually started um, in publishing. I studied at the University of Pretoria, where I majored in English and Information Science. Um, I was one of the first students to do a postgraduate degree in publishing, and that was 20 years ago. Oh, amazing. So I started outside uh, journalism. Um, I was involved in the publishing industry for about 17 years, and mostly in academic publishing. But I've always wanted to write, and I kept looking for opportunities, and um, one presented itself about three years ago when I got an interview with Wineland, and here I am. So awesome. that's a new career that I started. So, you know, I'm interested if you say you always wanted to write is is that um, you're doing journalism now? Is this your ultimate or are you going, I mean, are you, are you planning your own books and stuff like that eventually? Uh, I don't know. I mean, never say never, <laughs> but uh, I like shorter format stories and um, getting to know people and so on. Um, I, with only three years experience, I think it'll be a while before I know enough to be able to fill a book but it's getting there well um, i was talking to somebody earlier today and it's it's you know the winelands are so full of history and stories and um, uh, you know so so i don't think i'll ever have a problem to find short no, things to write absolutely. about and also yeah. things happening so the, so wineland magazine and, and and your business wineland media can you tell us a bit of the history and, and what you guys are about sure um Wineland actually began uh, 89 years ago. We almost returning 90 next year. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, it's got an interesting history. I'll just go through a few key dates. In uh, 1931, KWV created Weinbuhr, which is uh, what it was named back then, uh, to inform and educate its members. And then um, six years later, in 1937, it began offering subscriptions to the magazine. And in 1973, it became KWV's official channel to communicate to its members. Um, there was a big change in the 80s when the focus shifted from being a consumer educational um, focus to industry oriented. So by farmers, for farmers, um, and by then it was already being subsidized by advertising. So we were moving to an independent platform. Mm -hmm. um, then in 2000, Weinbrood was renamed Wineland, and that reflected our focus 
on the broader industry um, uh, Afrikaans and English format articles um, more online uh, getting to some different activities that I'll tell about later um, 10 years later in 2020 we became fully self-sustained um, fully um, advertising driven and um, we don't know 2020 might bring something completely different that's interesting. So um, your, your readership, has that changed over the years from, um, from uh, just your members in terms of, uh, of the industry members to also maybe the public in, in terms of the stuff you're covering? And, and, um, it, it hasn't, the, the, core, the core readership hasn't changed that much because um, the industry is, is, is pretty fixed, although it's grown and shrunk over the years, obviously. Um, but uh, after the subscription model, uh, you know, after subscriptions became possible, obviously people from interested people from the public, especially uh, media, um, PR agencies, you know, everyone with a with a um, with an interest in the industry are able to access the magazine, and that's also been growing. Has the industry itself grown from on your side from say just producing and and the supply chain to to things like tourism and that as well? Uh, yes, tourism has become a much bigger um, focus for the industry as a whole. Um, I don't have uh, many figures at hand, but um, it's uh, almost 50%, if not more, of our um, product is exported. So uh, it's a very um, key um, area of interest for, for our readers. Um, yeah. That's interesting. So, so you, you, you yourself, what do you, um, I mean, I mean, what do you usually write about? What is your, what is the subjects that you cover? Uh, I do a lot of uh, personal interest stories uh, because I don't have a technical wine background. I don't cover um, very uh, scientific uh, parts of, of the industry. Um, we leave that to the professionals, but uh, I do the, common interest stories, a lot of marketing, media, uh, wherever the story goes, actually. Um, um, oh, that's interesting. So you're getting, just, you're getting to do the nice stuff, right? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so I see always, um, and the company also publishes um, uh, industry directory and this um, technical yearbook and things like that. Um, is, oh, what, are, what, are, what are these? Uh, yes, uh, we've got another publication. The Wine Industry Directory is an annual publication that um, sort of provides a comprehensive overview of the industry. That includes information on organizations active in the industry, wine regions, wine routes, um, and also the contact information of most sellers and producers. Um, it's also an opportunity for suppliers to the industry to get some exposure to uh, talk, you know, uh, to advertise and um, uh, yeah, get featured. So it's a, it's a very important um, platform for, for that kind of interaction. It seems you're also doing uh, some, some annual seminars and information sessions and stuff like that. So we used to that? do um, an, annual, yeah, an, an annual event. Um, the, the official one was the Wineland Seminar, but I think that's run its course now. It was, uh, we had a few sponsors um yeah um i don't know if that's going to change or if we're making plans but it's it's um run its course 
Uh, we've done uh, some informal sessions. The rootstock sessions also um, ran for a while. Um, but yeah, at the moment we're moving, we, we're shifting towards uh, video production, in fact. Um, we've got a video, video producer and providing some services in that regard. I was thinking about that, you know, I mean, I, I'm thinking, you know, the winance itself leans itself so much more to um, now graphics and video and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think the stories to be told and, and also from a marketing point of view. Storytelling is the thing. Yeah, that's 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 what we're good at and what, we, what we'd like to focus on. Okay, that's interesting. So, yeah, that, so, so that is, is that something that you're going to de develop um, more in future then as well? Of course. Uh, it'll probably expand. Um, the future is a little bit uncertain at the moment, but we'd yeah. like to, uh, yeah, we'd like to focus on that. I see on your website that you promote events for, for VinPro. Um, are you guys, um, how are you affiliated with VinPro and um, um, are these events, do you promote other events as well or only basically? Not, not really, no, we don't, we don't um, rely a lot of on, on, on event promotion and so on. That's not really our game. I think our affiliation with VinPro is sort of a formal affiliation, um, partly because of our history with KWB, uh, out of which VinPro grew. Mm -hmm. um, they've taken us under their wing, but we're not, we, we're not really VinPro's uh, mouthpiece. We're more the mouthpiece of the industry, although VinPro is obviously a big part of that. I see, um, okay. Yeah, we work very closely together. We also share the same office space. Oh, I see. Okay. So, um, are you, uh, in terms of subscription, um, are there still subscription options available then for your magazine? Um, although you, you, you said you, you're moving away um, to more to advertising base, are there still subscription options and what are they? Um, no, that's, the subscription is probably the, the, the core. Um, okay. I'll, um, our magazine is is uh, part of VinPro membership, so all the wine sellers, producers, ah. and stakeholders who are VinPro members are automatically are subscribed already. Okay. Um, and then subscriptions are open to anybody who is interested. Really, um, I can tell you about that if you if you're interested. Well, tell it's us. Just, yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, the, it's it, the subscriptions um, are either both digital or printed. Um, they. Everything's available on oneland.co.za. Uh, the printed magazine is 50 rand an issue or 475 for 12 months. Or digital is 25 rand an issue or 250 rand for 12 months, which is very good value. Um, and it's really industry-specific uh, articles, uh, you know, uh, very uh, tailored to people who are interested in more than just the wine. Do you find that people are, are, are moving to um, a digital reading of your actual magazine? Um, um, is, that a, is that shift happening? Less so. Um, it, it's growing, but less so, I think, because of the core subscription model. You know, mm. the people who get it, they prefer the physical magazine. It's a very, it's a beautiful magazine. Um, they display it nice as well. Right? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it looks good in your display. People drive around with it. They use it as reference um, in the vineyards even you know so so the physical product is, is still is still very important to us and i think it will remain that way yeah i can yeah. see that so in terms of advertising i mean um if, if advertisers listening to this who would be your uh, your your, your advert who's your advertising market who would be a, a, a advertiser what would he what would that advertiser look like at i mean your demographics like you've explained 
Um, or, or um, yeah, absolutely. Advertisers are um, mostly service providers and um, people all along the value chain of the wine industry. Obviously, it's really not limited to wine. Uh, everything that goes into vineyard, um, sellers, uh, logistics, um, you know, there are so many uh, aspects to uh, the production of wine. And um, um, so, so the magazine is, is really a platform for suppliers to um, expose them their, their products to to the industry i would assume um, also the financial services industry right absolutely yeah we've got uh, financial legal services um, you know it's it's a it's a big industry in south africa and everybody has a stake in it especially in the western cape what about um, international advertisers is that something that you can still grow or is that something that's happening already it does to an extent. Uh, it's it's um, depends on whether they, they they sell their products in South Africa. Usually it's through agents, and but absolutely all the big ones. Um, I don't know. When, I don't want to mention the names. No, no, um, I might exclude some important ones, but um, uh, all the big international players are all uh, have a stake in South Africa. Yeah, absolutely. So okay, so that that gives you a nice um, almost a permanent base of of advertisers as well, because you know because of your subscription model. It really entrenches you into the into the system. Do you have any competition? It, it, it does. Yeah. Like, are, are there anybody uh, that's really competing with you? Not, not, at, not at the same level. Um, I think I think um, we've got a very very well rounded um, uh, communication media base in South Africa that are consumer driven, enthusiast driven, and um, we we fulfil the role of industry almost business to business um, and i don't think there's anybody else playing that field awesome um i see that um on your on your on your webpage you have created a COVID 19 portal um specifically i think to to help you help your readers and, and whoever's reading your stuff online to get more information mm -hmm. can you tell us a bit more about what you created there yeah, it's 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 become a very important channel. Um, I think if COVID has proven one thing, it's the importance of clear and trust trustworthy communication. Um, and also, we're very close to the coalface. Um, we, mm. with our relationship with Benpro and the um, uh, every all stakeholders um, who are directly engaging with government, you know, we're the first people to get the news and the first uh, we want to be the first to share it. Um, we consider ourselves to be the mouthpiece of the wine industry um, and as the only channel with equal access to all branches of the industry we have a mandate to keep everyone up to date uh, the COVID portal is a direct result of that um, so it quickly became a primary source of information for the wine industry mm -hmm. uh, we already registered 46,000 visits in April so it's it's really become a big source of information so is this interactive? In other words, um, what I'm getting to is it's not just from your side that you're providing information. Can people that read it also contact you and ask you to, to, to do things on it? Or is it, is it a one-way information system? Um, well, no, obviously they can contact us um, either through advertising. Um, I think it's a very good advertising space at the moment. Um, people are visiting it from all over. Uh, they can contact advertising at wineland.co.za 
um, all our general inbox is in at wonder.co.za. So if they have any suggestions, requests, or um, um, needs for certain types of information, they should get in touch, absolutely. I think, you know, advertising is, um, I mean, you know, the coronavirus have, have, have forced everyone to rethink their business model. And yeah. I mean, I, we've seen, we see, I mean, I know your, your magazine is a bit different, but I've seen um, that most, uh, I mean, in South Africa, we just seen that, that the Caxton group had a problem there and also yeah. the guys that yeah. uh, published the, the Cosmopolitan um, and went under. And I think internationally, this, everybody, all the big um, um, publishing firms mm. are reporting losses in advertising revenue. So with the coronavirus, everybody has to rethink their business models, right? So yeah. what do you guys, are you, do you guys have any changes or new ideas in mind? Uh, we're running through all the ideas at the moment. Um, obviously, it is a, a real threat. Um, advertising has been, especially print advertising, has been on a downward slope for a while already. And I think um, the current situation has just made it much worse. Um, a lot of advertisers and uh, service providers are struggling. And um, we're looking for different ways to add value to still be able to uh, share and spread the information that feel is important um, but um, as you said we're a bit different we're not consumer driven so we're not dependent on on individual sales you know um, mm. subscriptions as long as the producers um, and stakeholders um, survive and have something you know have, have needs um, and something to say we will be there um, uh, we're not threatened on that sense um, in the same way that uh, consumer magazines are. Yeah, no, I can understand that. So interesting times we're living in. So, so, um, you honest yeah. yourself. I mean, your your wine industry journey, like I said, it's been three years. But um, what is the most important thing that you've learned? Oh well, it's been a steep learning curve, but it's such an adventure. I think the most um, the most important thing for me as a Pretorianer, uh, who didn't really grow up in the, in the wine culture of the Western Cape, uh, was um, getting to know the people and places. You know, the wine industry is all about um, interesting individuals and local, um, you know, vineyards, terroir, um, interesting places, and visiting them, being able to see and speak to these people has really um, aided and enhanced my enjoyment of wine as a product. So um, it's been a, a very interesting journey so far and I hope it keeps going. Well, it amazed me um, in the last few years how the wine industry grew, right? I mean, we now even have production in KwaZulu-Natal. Do you get to travel a bit to other places besides, you know, your call in the Western Cape? We do. We, we, we make an effort to visit these places. I've been um, up north to uh, really fun to feed and those kinds of regions that people don't normally associate with wine mm -hmm. um, but they you know they're big they 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 do a lot of exports they've struggled struggled in the drought uh, they they have stories that need to be told um, so it was a privilege getting to know those people and um, everywhere else we do a, a monthly series uh, it's a bit on hold now that we weren't able to travel but uh, the district look is a sort of a overview of all the wine regions in the country and uh, we make an effort to go out and meet people and speak to them and tell their stories that's that's been very interesting 
I was just wondering, do you guys do any collaboration with international media or magazines to get the, you know, the South African wine story or maybe things that happens in the industry out or is that not something that... Uh, there's, there's a lot of communication. Um, we tell each other stories. We um, obviously watch what they're doing, um, look for best practices. Uh, we benchmark our, mock ourselves and our industry against uh, the other big wine producers. So there's a big international focus, but it's not really collaboration. I don't think um, many of them have really a reason to market to South Africa. We you know, they, uh, not, not as an industry, maybe on a consumer level more. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's it's so interesting, right? Um, um, there, uh, there is such an um, interesting space in the industry. Mm. So, you know, um, I have to put you on the spot a little bit and ask you, what is your favorite wine region or wine? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, is, that is putting me on the spot. Um, I think I'll I'll go the safe the safe way and say the the last region I visited was was the Robertson area and you know okay. the the variety and the um, producers there are just top notch you know you, you I didn't know much about them before and now I've got a whole collection of wines from that region and I'm just into them all. Okay, well that's that's interesting. So um, Johannes, your own um, I mean I have to you have to give us your own uh, wine quote or your favorite wine quote. Sure. Um, my quote would be, don't wait for the stars to align before you drink your best wine. You know, yeah. They're there to be enjoyed. And uh, especially as we, we're locked at home, uh, you know, you, you're tempted to just stay with the, the, the cheaper ones. Um, but dig into the cellar and, and take out some of your better wines, you know, enjoy them. I think that's, that's what I would suggest and uh, i think the biggest lesson everyone has learned to actually stock up you never know what can happen in future <laughs> you never know what will happen by now you never know so you honest if somebody wants to get hold of you or want to subscribe or want to do advertising how do they get hold of you how do they get hold of you guys um they can contact our advertising man manager uh, tanya matason uh, she's at um advertising at wineland.co.za or they can contact her on 072-132-4120. Yeah. And yourself, if a wine producer or somebody sitting out there that, that's thinking, you know, um, I haven't been focused in a, in a in, what, what, do they, what do they need to do to get your attention to, to come to the area and to write something about them? Contact us. Um, they can contact me personally, Johannes at wine.co.za. Invite me for a visit. Um, I'd love to come tell your story. Okay, excellent. Do I have to bribe you with a glass of wine? Please don't <laughs> bribe me, but um, you know, uh, my cellar is running empty. <laughs> right, I understand that one. Johannes, thank you very, very much. Um, um, I appreciate your time. I know you guys are busy. You guys are still working flat out, right? Um, um, We're working. Uh, we, we just came into the office for a big meeting today, um, uh, respecting physical distancing, but most of us are working from home, yeah. Yeah, I would expect that you guys can actually work from home quite effectively, I would assume. Yeah, it's, it's a benefit of, of the, the type of work we do. Jonas, I appreciate your time and thank you for chatting to us. It's been my pleasure. Thank you, Wolf. Thank you for supporting our show. 
If you would like to get more exposure for your business, please have a look at our sponsorship options. Thanks again for supporting About the Winelands. Please follow us on YouTube and on our social media channels. All details and links are in the description. Thank you.